You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello friends, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. Today's episode, we're going to go through National League rotations. We went through the American League, now it's time to give the, the National League its turn. We'll just go team by team, taking a look at the projected rotations, see where you might find some value. Let's start in Arizona. The right-handed pitcher, Zach Gallon, who's made 27 career starts, has a 2.78 ERA, 1.17 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. Zach Gallon's legit. He is of interest in that Arizona rotation. And we start some question marks. Left-handed pitcher, Madison Bumgarner, had a disastrous year in 2020. Only nine starts, but he has 6.48 ERA, 1.44 whip. Now, in the three seasons before that, he had a 3.57 ERA, which is still not peak Bumgarner, but it would certainly be acceptable. Uh, the question is, can he get back to what he was before 2020. Left-handed pitcher Caleb Smith only pitched 14 innings in 2020. And his ERA tends to get a little bit high, but he also teases with his strikeout rate. 9.9 uh, uh, strikeouts per nine for his career. He's had some instances where it gets up over 10, and that alone uh, keeps him on the radar, at least for fantasy. Uh, right-handed pitcher Luke Weaver, in a dozen starts in 2019, had a 2.94 ERA. In a dozen starts in 2020, a 6.48 ERA. Somewhere in between uh, isn't all that appealing. But if you get the high-end uh, performance out of Luke Weaver, maybe he, he does hold enough interest. Uh, right-handed pitcher Merrill Kelly in the fifth spot in the Arizona rotation. He was great last year in five starts. 2.59 ERA, 0.99 whip. Now he's a low strikeout guy, and it's probably not sustainable. But uh, given how, how well he pitched uh, last season, uh, Merrill Kelly can at least be on your radar, maybe as a waiver pickup. Uh, other guys who, who might get time in the Diamondbacks rotation, there's Alex Young, Corbin Martin, Taylor Clark. Uh, none of whom uh, seem like real impact guys, but uh, this is, uh, I guess, an adequate uh, major league rotation uh, with maybe some upside. If Bumgarner happens to uh, return to form uh, and Caleb Smith uh, comes through, then you know maybe maybe the Diamondbacks have a little bit of optimism. Uh, for the Atlanta Braves, uh, left-handed pitcher Max Fried, who's 24 and six in the past two seasons. Now last season was uh, a fantastic 2.25 ERA, 1.09 WHIP, eight strikeouts per nine. That's probably not sustainable, so uh, I would be wary about paying uh, 2020 prices for Max Fried, but uh, he's certainly a legit uh, fantasy starter. Uh, right-handed pitcher Charlie Morton had a rough 2020, at least during the regular season. Had a 4.74 ERA, 1.45 whip in nine starts, but as, as usual, he was good in the playoffs. And, and from 2017 through 2019, that three-season stretch, he had a 3.24 ERA. So Charlie Morton, uh, pitching for a, a good Braves team, is, is going to have fantasy value this year. Uh, right-handed pitcher Ian Anderson in the number three slot uh, had a 1.95 ERA, 1.08 WHIP, and six starts uh, for the Braves. Uh, then ran into some control issues in the playoffs, but uh, long-term, a lot of upside for Ian Anderson, uh, and probably should be uh, pretty effective this year. Uh, left-handed pitcher Drew Smiley uh, only pitched 26 and a third innings for San Francisco in 2020, but was really good. Had a 3.42 ERA, 1.10 WHIP, 14 strikeouts per nine. Now. I wouldn't look at that and say this is what you can expect from Drew Smiley over 150 innings uh, in 2021, but uh, I think that's 
effective enough that pitching for a good team, you, you might have some interest uh, in Drew Smiley, maybe the late round sleeper. Uh, then there's right-handed pitcher Kyle Wright, who uh, sort of a perpetual prospect here for the Braves, uh, currently has a 6.22 ERA and a 1.67 whip in his career. Uh, obviously, that's not uh, appealing enough for fantasy owners, uh, but you know maybe this is the year he turns the corner. Otherwise, the Braves do have some options. Uh, Mike Soroka uh, working his way back from injury. Uh, Bryce Wilson and Tuki Toussaint are other guys who could make some starts for them. Uh, the Braves are a contending team, uh, and they certainly offer up uh, some, some decent options uh, for fantasy pitchers. Uh, now to the Chicago Cubs, a team that you would expect to be a contender, but uh, apparently they're deciding not to be. Uh, right-handed pitcher Kyle Hendricks is still the ace of the staff. Over his past five seasons, his ERA is three, has a 1.09 whip. Now he only strikes out 7.6 per nine. He's not a big strikeout guy, but the consistency year in, year out uh, from Hendricks does make him valuable. Uh, Zach Davies, acquired in the U Darvish deal, is coming off the best season of his career in 2020. Now it's a small sample, uh, but he had a 2.73 ERA, 1.07 whip, and 8.2 strikeouts per nine uh, for San Diego. And now that's a, a real spike in strikeouts for Davies because he, he doesn't typically have high strikeout rate. Uh, but if, if he gave you know the Cubs something similar to that, uh, that would be huge, huge value. Uh, the Cubs recently signed Jake Arrieta. And it looks like he might have the number three spot in their rotation. Now, Arietta is not uh, what he was in, in his last uh, time with the Cubs. The past two seasons, he has a 4.75 ERA and a 1.48 whip. Uh, definitely seems to be on the decline. Uh, and so I wouldn't have a whole lot of hope for him uh, fantasy-wise. Uh, right-handed pitcher Alec Mills hasn't pitched a lot. He's kind of a, a late bloomer here and only has 119 and two-thirds innings uh, to his credit. And in there, there's a 4.14 ERA, which isn't great. But a 1.17 whip isn't bad. 8.6 strikeouts per nine isn't bad. You know, I consider maybe Alec Mills a bit of a sleeper for 2021. Not somebody you're racing out to draft, uh, but maybe in the late rounds or as an early waiver pickup. Then at the the bottom of the Cubs rotation, we've got Trevor Williams, uh, former Pirates starter, who in 2018 had a 3.11 ERA, 1.18 whip. Uh, but since then, 5.60 ERA and a 1.46 whip, which doesn't hold a lot of appeal uh, for fantasy owners. Now, uh, others who might contend for, for spots with the Cubs, there's Adbert Alzelay, Tyson Miller, Cole Stewart prospects, uh, even veteran Shelby Miller might might get a chance. None of those uh, obviously have a huge uh, interest right off the start in fantasy. Uh, let's look to Cincinnati, uh, where they've obviously lost Trevor Bauer, but they still have Sonny Gray at the top of the rotation. Past two seasons, he's made 42 starts for Cincinnati, and Gray has a 3.07 ERA, 1.12 whip, 10.8 strikeouts per nine. You can easily live with that at the top of the rotation. Uh, and then it's followed up by Luis Castillo, who in 44 starts over the past two years has a 3.35 ERA, 1.17 whip, 10.9 strikeouts per nine. That's two really great pitchers at the top of the red rotation. Then we get into some question marks, although right-handed pitcher Tyler Maley, uh, he could have uh, some value. He had, a, I guess, a breakthrough in 2020, uh, even though it was just 47 and two-thirds innings. Had a 3.59 ERA and a 1.15 whip with 11.3 strikeouts per nine. Now, if he does that over a full season, Tyler Maley would be hugely valuable. Uh, the question is, you know, can he do that uh, for more than 47 and two-thirds innings? Uh, left-handed pitcher Wade Miley is there. And look, he has low strikeout rates, which already puts his fantasy value into question. But he was pretty effective for Milwaukee and Houston in 2018 and 2019. Then he had a 5.65 ERA for the Reds in 2020. So... You'd probably have to wait and see how things are going with Wade Miley. Then there's right-handed pitcher Michael Lorenzen, who 
has basically been a reliever. He hasn't been a, a full-time starter since 2015. Uh, but at the moment, it looks like he has a shot at the fifth starter spot in Cincinnati. Uh, or it could be prospect Tony Santian, uh, Sion L. Perez, Braden Shipley even. Uh, not not ideal options back there, but uh, in fantasy, for the most part, you're not looking at fifth starters on a lot of teams. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. And BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, if that's what you're into. There's real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON. It's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. They also have a new dark chocolate coconut with real brownie chunks. Doesn't get much better than that. Now, it's a limited time flavor, the, the dark chocolate uh, coconut. So get it today. It will be gone tomorrow. Because after eating my feelings in the first wave of quarantine, I turned to an outdoor boot camp to help shed some LBs. I've had some success. I leaned right into it though, with Bilt Bar as part of my post-workout routine. To give my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T-B-A-R.com. And use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order and enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. We're covering everything you need to know about fantasy baseball. But what about the rest of sports? Now, the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. It's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's pick things up with the Colorado Rockies. And obviously you're taking risks anytime you go for a Colorado pitcher. Uh, start with Herman Marquez at the top of the rotation. Over the past three years, he has a 4.14 ERA, which is a little too high. 1.21 whip, 9.5 strikeouts per nine. So Marquez, it's understandable if he's on your fantasy radar. Understand, though, that there is some risk that uh, that ERA could drift a little too high for you. Uh, but uh, probably a, a low-end uh, or mid-end fantasy option uh, right now. Uh, left-handed pitcher Kyle Freeland, who was great in 2018, uh, but... He has always had low strikeout rates, and his results since 2018 have been pretty rough, so I'd probably avoid Kyle Freeland. Uh, Right-handed pitcher Antonio Senzatella uh, had a 3.44 ERA and a 1.21 whip last season. He also had just five strikeouts per nine, so I would have have serious doubts about how sustainable those numbers are for Senzatella. Uh, Also, uh, veteran right-hander John Gray. He occasionally flirts with fantasy viability. Uh, he didn't in 2020. He had a 6.69 ERA and a 1.44 whip. Uh, but he's had some seasons with uh, an ERA under four uh, that, you know, kind of in, in the right moment uh, could work for a fantasy team. Uh, left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber, who was acquired in the Nolan Arenado trade. Uh, for his career, he's pitched 104 major league innings. It's a 3.72 ERA, 1.41 whip. There's, you know, some outside chance that the 27-year-old becomes uh, fantasy relevant, uh, but I would think going into the 2021 season, you, you don't want to line up for uh, too many shares of Austin Gomber. Now, it's not as though the Rockies have, have great options on their way either. Uh, there's Ryan Castellani, uh, Derek Rodriguez, the former Giants starter, Antonio Santos, Chichi Gonzalez. None of those guys are going to have uh, real fantasy appeal. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, here's a team with an embarrassment of riches on the mound. 
left-handed pitcher Clayton Kershaw won the Cy Young in 2014. That was the last uh, of his Cy Young awards. Since then, he has a 2.37 ERA, a 0.92 whip, and 10.2 strikeouts per nine. So you can talk about the decline of Clayton Kershaw, uh, but the decline is still very gradual. Uh, right-handed pitcher Walker Bueller uh, runs into some health issues from time to time, but in, in the past three seasons has a 3.03 ERA, 1.00 whip, 10.3 strikeouts per nine uh, for the Dodgers. A real quality starter. And then uh, we have Trevor Bauer, uh, their big free agent pickup, who last season won the National League Cy Young Award, had a 1.76 ERA, 0.80 whip, 12.3 strikeouts per nine. And best season of Bauer's career. Uh, his 2018 season was great as well. Uh, the question you have is, what about all those other years? He had a bunch of years where, with an ERA over four. Uh, and uh, is Trevor Bauer simply going to be the player that he was in 2020 uh, moving forward? Or uh, was that a, uh, a shot uh, of, of lightning uh, that uh, got caught in a bottle one time? Uh, all right, left-handed pitcher Julio Urias has only started 38 games in his career for the Dodgers, and he was really effective in the playoffs coming out of the bullpen. Uh, but... Uh, for his career, as a, just as a starter, has a 3.61 ERA, 1.31 whip, 8.6 strikeouts per nine. Uh, pitching for a strong Dodgers team, there's obviously value uh, to Urias. Uh, left-handed pitcher David Price didn't pitch in 2020. Uh, but if you go over his time in Boston, there were some ups and downs. Uh, but overall, had a 3.84 ERA, 1.20 whip, and 9.3 strikeouts per nine. If he gives the Dodgers something along those lines, well, that would still be pretty great. Uh, and then... The, again, to the embarrassment of riches, guys who aren't necessarily in the top five for the Dodgers include Tony Gonsolin, who was really good last season. Dustin May, you know, both of those guys could uh, be mid-rotation or better for a bunch of teams. Uh, Josiah Gray, Mitch White prospects, you know, they may become Dodgers eventually, but I have a hard time imagining them uh, knocking out uh, the guys who are already ahead of them on the depth chart. Uh, to Miami, uh, where they've got some quality young arms. Uh, start with right-handed pitcher Sandy Alcantara. He started 45 games so far for the Marlins. Has a 3.69 ERA, 1.31 WHIP, 7.2 strikeouts per nine is a little bit low. So the WHIP's a little high. The strikeout rate's a little bit low. Uh, you probably are still going to have some interest in Alcantara, uh, but uh, beware. There are a couple mitigating factors. Uh, right-handed pitcher Pablo Lopez took a step forward last season when he had a 3.61 ERA, 1.19 WHIP, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. The, the, that higher strikeout rate uh, does make Lopez definitely more appealing. Uh, right-handed pitcher Eliezer Hernandez uh, only started six games last season for the Marlins, but was really good in those six games. 3.16 ERA, 1.01 whip, 11.9 strikeouts per nine. That that has to have him uh, on your fantasy radar. Uh, the best uh, Sixto in, in Major League history, sorry, Les Cano, uh, is Sixto Sanchez. Uh, in his first seven starts, he has a 3.46 ERA, 1.21 whip, 7.6 strikeouts per nine. He touches 100 miles an hour on the gun, so that strikeout rate should go up. Uh, and so a lot of, a lot of potential certainly, uh, for Sixto Sanchez. Now in the last spot in the Miami rotation, uh, is projected to go to tr- left-handed pitcher, Trevor Rogers, who got r- rocked in seven starts last season at a 6.11 ERA and a 1.61 whip. At the same time, he also struck out 12.5 batters per nine innings. So, uh, there's, there's potential there. You know, if you're missing that many bats, uh, you, you have a chance to have some success, uh, the Marlins also could look to Nick Neidert, uh, Braxton Garrett, Jorge Guzman, uh, but certainly the top four uh, in that Marlins rotation will uh, deserve your fantasy interest. Uh, to Milwaukee, uh, where they have Brandon Woodruff, 
who's in 35 starts over the past two seasons, has a 3.41 ERA, 1.09 whip, 10.8 strikeouts per nine. That's a legit ace right there. And then uh, you look to Corbin Burns, who kind of got crushed uh, out of the bullpen in 2019, but had a breakout uh, performance in 2020. 2.11 ERA, 1.02 whip, 13.3 strikeouts per nine. He, he became a Cy Young contender. Uh, and so Woodruff and Burns at the top of that uh, Milwaukee rotation is, is quite promising. Uh, in number three spot, they've got Josh Lindblom. Now, Lindblom had a 5.16 ERA last season, so you know that's not great, but had a 1.28 whip, which is fine. 10.3 strikeouts per nine, which is good. His fielding independent pitching was 3.87. Like, if you're looking at a bit of a sleeper uh, coming into 2021, you could do worse than Josh Lindblom. In the fourth spot, right-handed pitcher Adrian Hauser has pitched 183 career innings, has a 4.13 ERA, 1.34 whip, and 8.3 strikeouts per nine. Basically, not quite uh, good enough for, for fantasy value, certainly not overall. Uh, but maybe as a streaming option, favorable matchups, that kind of thing, uh, Hauser might have some appeal. Now, beyond that, uh, Eric Lauer only pitched 11 innings uh, in 2020. The previous two seasons had a 4.40 ERA, 1.46 whip, 8.2 strikeouts per nine. Again, not not huge fantasy value in, in those cases, uh, but he may uh, work his way into that uh, into that Brewers rotation. Others, there's uh, veteran Jordan Zimmerman, uh, who's kind of well past his his best years. Uh, and then prospects Drew Rasmussen and Alec Bettinger uh, might find their way in. Uh, but the, the top end, the top three guys for sure uh, in Milwaukee will have uh, fantasy appeal. Now for the New York Mets, now this is, this is a quality rotation. Uh, Jacob deGrom uh, at the very top. In the past three seasons, he has a 2.10 ERA, 0.94 whip, and 11.6 strikeouts per nine. The only question about deGrom has been uh, winning games. And a lot of that, obviously, is uh, more a function of pitching for the Mets than it is anything to do with uh, Jacob deGrom. And so if you look at the Mets and think that they're going to be more competitive this year, uh, deGrom should have elite uh, fantasy numbers as a result. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, uh, acquired from Cleveland, his 2019 season was off, and obviously there are health issues uh, to be dealt with there. Uh, But in four of his past five seasons, has an ERA under 3.40. Uh, add that to a, a quality strikeout rate, and you know Carlos Carrasco uh, should have a pretty good season for the Mets. Right-handed pitcher Marcus Stroman sat out 2020, uh, but had a 3.22 ERA, 1.31 WHIP, and 7.8 strikeouts per nine in 2019. So you could certainly be happy if you got those kinds of numbers out of Marcus Stroman in 2021. Left-handed pitcher David Peterson pitched 49 and two-thirds innings uh, for the Mets as a rookie in 2020. Finished with a 3.44 ERA and a 1.21 whip, which are both quite good. 7.2 strikeouts per nine uh, does call into question what, how sustainable uh, those numbers are because that's you know, not the highest strikeout rate. Uh, but kind of as a, a later round fantasy option, David Peterson still has some value. Uh, left-handed pitcher Joey Lucchese only pitched five and two-thirds innings for the Padres in 2020. The two seasons before that had a 4.14 ERA, 1.25 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. Kind of puts him on the, the fringe of fantasy value. The ERA is a little bit high there, but otherwise uh, has the credentials and maybe with a strong Mets team around him, uh, gets some decent results. Uh, the other kind of depth arms for the for the Mets rotation, there's Mike Montgomery, Jordan Yamamoto, Sean Reed Foley maybe. Nothing of, of great appeal there, but uh, their, their rotation is pretty solid uh, already going into the season. For Philadelphia, Start with right-handed pitcher Aaron Nola. Over the past three years, Nola has a 3.13 ERA, 1.11 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine in 79 starts uh, over those past three seasons. 
That's pretty reliable. Happy to have that uh, at the top of the Phillies rotation and backed up by Zach Wheeler in his past three years. Uh, Wheeler, 3.53 ERA, 1.19 whip, 8.6 strikeouts per nine and 71 starts. He's not quite as good as Nola, uh, but certainly uh, of interest uh, because of his consistency uh, overall. And then we get into some question marks. Uh, right-handed pitcher Zach Eflin, uh, over his past three years, it's a 4.19 ERA, 1.32 whip, 8.3 strikeouts per nine. All of that is kind of a little bit uh, shy of what uh, you're, you're going to want in, in your fantasy rotation, but you know close enough that uh, in a pinch and streaming, uh, what have you, he, he might have some value. Uh, right-handed pitcher Vince Velasquez, he's been able to miss bats. He can also miss the strike zone altogether. Uh, last season, he had 12.2 strikeouts per nine. He also had a 5.56 ERA. And, you know, the 5.56 ERA is pretty much a non-starter. Uh, left-handed pitcher Matt Moore might have uh, the inside track on the fifth job uh, in, in Philadelphia. He had knee surgery, which limited him to two starts in 2019 and didn't pitch in 2020. He also wasn't great in 2018 or 2017. So I, I wouldn't, you know, commit a whole lot to Matt Moore uh, in that Philadelphia rotation. You know, he could get overtaken by uh, prospect Spencer Howard uh, or even kind of veteran guys, Chase Anderson or Ivan Nova. Uh, they'll be in that mix as well, uh, at least to make spot starts. Uh, in Pittsburgh, now this, this rotation is not, not ideal. Uh, left-handed pitcher Stephen Bro is the uh, the ace of the staff by by default at this point. But he had a bit of a breakout season in 2020. He had a 3.38 ERA, 1.20 whip, 8.0 strikeouts per nine in 42 and two-thirds innings. Now, small sample, uh, but honestly, if they got those kinds of numbers or something uh, similar uh, out of Bro over a full season, the 3.38 ERA and 1.20 whip, that would be fantastic. Uh, but I, I don't know that you could trust that that will be there over a full season. Uh, right-handed pitcher Chad Kuhl. Uh, for his career, 4.36 ERA, 1.42 whip, eight strikeouts per nine. That's not quite uh, what you want in uh, for a fantasy pitcher. Maybe you know, favorable matchups or streaming, there's, there's some chance uh, that he factors in, but you know, probably not quite good enough. Uh, right-handed pitcher Mitch Keller, uh, who got hit hard, but he had a high strikeout rate in 2019. He started 11 games for the for the Pirates, so only started five uh games for them last year, but had a 2.91 ERA and a 1.25 whip. Now his strikeout rate went down, but uh, basically what we've seen so far out of Mitch Keller is that there's potential. Uh, and so if uh, if you're looking at upside really out of that Pittsburgh rotation, Keller might have the the most of it. Uh, right-handed pitcher JT Brubaker uh, pitched 47 in the third innings in 2020, had a 4.94 ERA, 1.37 whip, 9.1 strikeouts per nine. The strikeouts uh, rate isn't bad, uh, but the, the other numbers... Uh, probably make him uh, unplayable in, in most fantasy formats. Uh, right-handed pitcher Will Crow might have uh, a shot at the fifth starter shot uh, sp- spot. He had an 11.88 ERA and three starts for Washington uh, last season. Wasn't great in double-A or triple-A either, so uh, I wouldn't be married to to Will Crow uh, in his future in Pittsburgh, but uh, he may have a shot. Uh, Miguel Jahure uh, may... Uh, the prospect who who came over in the uh, in the trade with the Yankees, he may have uh, a chance uh, to get in there at some point this season. Uh, Cody Ponce or Sean Poppin uh, are, are other options, but you have to assume that Pittsburgh is going to roll through uh, a bunch of young starters uh, until they find some that can actually pitch uh, in the major leagues. Now, from from Pittsburgh and their lean 
uh, uh, fantasy uh, rotation in, into San Diego, where they have some really high-end options, uh, starting with you, Darvish who was second in National League Cy Young voting last year, had a 2.01 ERA, 0.96 whip, 11 strikeouts per nine, and 12 starts for the Cubs. Big addition for the Padres. Uh, and they also added left-handed pitcher Blake Snell, uh, who had a 3.24 ERA, 1.20 whip, and 11.3 strikeouts per nine, and 11 starts for the Rays. So adding those two to the top of the San Diego rotation, pretty significant offseason moves. Uh, they also uh, retained Dinelson Lamette who in 12 starts last season had a 2.09 ERA, 0.86 whip, 12.1 strikeouts per nine. He was in the Cy Young uh, mix as well. So San Diego is coming at you uh, with quality arms right off the top. Uh, they also added right-handed pitcher Joe Musgrove, who his past three seasons for Pittsburgh has a 4.23 ERA, which is too high, but his 1.21 whip and 8.6 strikeouts per nine kind of put him in range for fantasy. So if Musgrove can, can knock that ERA down a little, uh, he will also have fantasy appeal, particularly for San Diego, because all of these guys uh, should win lots of games. Uh, and then in the fifth spot, at least right now, is Chris Paddock, who was great as a rookie in 2019, gave up too many home runs uh, last year, but uh, Paddock is going to warrant some, some fantasy interest. And there, there's going to be competition. Uh, prospect Adrian Morjon, uh, Mackenzie Gore, who might be the pit- best pitching prospect in baseball, uh, Michelle Baez, there, the Padres have all these guys who are going to be contending for spots, uh, all with Mike Clevenger out uh, for the season. So, uh, they basically it's uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers and San Diego Padres battling uh, for the best uh, rotation depth in, in all of baseball. In San Francisco, uh, Kevin Gaussman uh, is not consistent uh, throughout his career, but in 2020 he was pretty effective. Had a 3.62 ERA, 1.11 WHIP, and 10.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, you can definitely find find use for that uh, if, if he can maintain that level. Uh, veteran righty, uh, Johnny Cueto, uh, pitched a dozen uh, games uh, last season, had struggled his way to a 5.40 ERA, 1.37 whip, eight strikeouts per nine. He's only started 25 games total over the past three years. Uh, so Cueto is sort of a sleeper uh, if, if he could ever get back to uh, what he had been pre-injury. Uh, right-handed pitcher Anthony DiSclefani, who I, I, I had some high hopes for going into last season, uh, and they blew up spectacularly. In, in 33 and two-thirds innings, he finished with 7.22 ERA and a 1.69 whip. Really had a couple of disastrous starts and in a, such a small sample. Uh, there was really no way to come back from it. Uh, beyond that, uh, we run into some, some question marks. Uh, right-handed pitcher Logan Webb uh, has 94 uh, innings pitched in the major leagues with a 5.36 ERA, 1.52 whip, 7.9 strikeouts per nine. None of that is, is appealing enough for a fantasy uh, team. And then left-handed pitcher Alex Wood, who in the past two seasons in 48 and a third innings has a 5.96 ERA. So you'd be tempted to write him off. But the three years before that, uh, Wood combined for a 3.29 ERA. So there, there's some value in there if, if Wood could get back to how he was pitching a few years ago. Uh, and then you know, contending for spots in San Francisco, Connor Menez, uh, Anthony Banda, Rico Garcia. Maybe some of those guys will find their way in because, you know, there are some question marks in that Giants rotation. On to the St. Louis Cardinals, where Jack Flaherty, the ace of the staff, who was fourth in 2019 uh, Cy Young voting in the National League, uh, struggled his way to a 4.91 ERA last season. However, uh, that 4.91 ERA also came with a 1.22 whip, which is entirely respectable, and a 10.9 strikeouts per nine, which is still pretty solid. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Flaherty was much better in 2021. Uh, left-handed pitcher Kwang Hyung Kim only pitched 39 innings, 
uh, last season, but was crazy dominant, uh, 1.62 ERA and 1.03 whip. Uh, although uh, he only had 5.5 strikeouts per nine. So uh, I would suggest that's not sustainable. He had 3.88 fielding independent pitching, and that's that's probably uh, a more fair expectation going forward. Uh, right-handed pitcher Adam Wainwright uh, had a 3.15 ERA, 1.05 whip, 7.4 strikeouts per nine and 10 starts last season. That was probably his best year since 2014. Uh, so, and, and as great as it was, I'm not sure I would expect it uh, in 2021. You know, if you if you've been in decline for uh, for four or five years, uh, I, I don't, wouldn't suddenly expect the the recovery to to bounce back consistently either. So I, I'd I'd be wary of Adam Wainwright, even though he was really effective in 2020. Uh, right-handed pitcher Carlos Martinez only started uh, five games in 2020 and had a 9.90 ERA and a 2.10 WHIP. Uh, obviously, there's potential from what he what he had done before before he got injured, uh, but. <laughs> Pretty tough to go drafting somebody who had a 9.90 ERA a year ago. Uh, right-handed pitcher Miles Mikolas had a career year in 2018, regressed in 2019, missed 2020. Uh, I don't have really high hopes. He's a low strikeout pitcher. Uh, so even even in his uh, best of times, I, I was a little wary of Miles Mikolas. Uh, other Daniel Ponce de Leon, Johan Oviedo, Genesis Cabrera, all could get in the mix uh, for St. Louis. In Washington, uh, Max Scherzer was okay last season, uh, but okay is not what we've come to expect from Max, Sir, Max Scherzer, and a 1.38 whip uh, was a career high. Uh, left-handed pitcher Patrick Corbin, who was great for the Nats in 2019, got hit hard in 2020 at a 4.66 ERA, 1.57 whip. Um, you can hope that Corbin bounces back. Right-handed pitcher Steven Strasburg only pitched five innings last season, but he can still be great when he's healthy. In the three seasons prior to last season, uh, Strasburg had started 83 games, had a 3.15 ERA, 1.07 whip, 10.7 strikeouts per nine. I mean, it's, it's ace caliber stuff uh, as long as he's healthy. Uh, left-handed pitcher John Lester, uh, who's been in decline in the past couple of seasons, which is no surprise. He's in his mid-30s. Uh, but he was effective as recently as, say, 2018. So maybe don't write him off completely. Uh, and right-handed pitcher Joe Ross might have the inside track on the fifth spot in Washington. He showed real promise back in like 2015, 2016. It's been pretty uneven uh, since then. Uh, Eric Fetty, Austin Voth, Kyle McGowan, Ben Bramer, any of those guys could be in the mix uh, for that fifth spot in Washington. I certainly certainly wouldn't feel like Joe Ross has it locked down uh, based on uh, what his pitching performances have been like the past few years. So send me your questions. I'm at ByScottCollin on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. Uh, that will do it for today. I'll be back in a couple of days. Now that we've gone through uh, the starting rotations in the American League and National League, I think it's time to look at uh, the end of game options uh, for each team's bullpen. Uh, and, you know, check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey, a show that I'm hosting now. Um, you can find these podcasts, subscribe, drop in a five-star rating if you like on iTunes. Also Stitcher, Spotify, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.